know, they were probably, you know, holed up in their in-laws house. Yeah. Having to watch the, uh, Lysol toilet bowl on their phone. Man, Louisville lost in the first responders bowl today. Oh, the air force, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. That's bad when, uh, Air Force had like 199 yards passing in the first yard, and they're like triple option team. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, sometimes, I don't know, Lulu's going through some things. But welcome to the last episode of the Beers and Beards podcast for 2021. (laughs) 2021. Not ever. We got all kinds of cool shit to do. Uh, I am Gary with me, as always. The Unabomber. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a hood on. (laughs) Facial hair's gone. You do have like a five o'clock shadow on your lip. Yeah. For those who can't this see. This is like a five o'clock the following day shadow. Yeah. Me too. I shaved yesterday. <laughs> That's your five o'clock shadow. Real quick it's before we, uh, we, we're going to talk about our year and our year to come and all that stuff. But first, some thank yous. We have been, I don't know, pretty fortunate to have people like what we do. So, which yeah. always shocks me. Who doesn't like, I mean, I feel like we finally found something that people will listen to us talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not in, in I, I don't know. Which is nothing. We don't yeah. really, <laughs> it's just, just, we don't talk about anything. Uh, but longtime supporters, Veercast Digital Media, Matt, yes. those guys, that's, we would uh, still be trying to figure out the best way to record remotely and, and our sound will suck. Go back and listen to the first few. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We've, we've got Beard Octane. Um, those guys have been awesome to, to work with. Awesome product. Audible. Amazon Music. And, of course, uh, I will call them our title sponsor, basically. That would be... Um, do you right hear that motorcycle? Yeah. Is that Harlan? No. No, I feel like you're the one with the motorcycles outside your house. Rivalry brew. I did say dirt bike yesterday because it was 70 degrees outside. It was. I was dirt bike in my neighborhood. So thank you to those people rocking with us. Uh, More about them later. Also, our good friends. Listen, man. Mike Tabor came through in a big way. Yes, he did. So. He's like kind of like the stepdad of this podcast. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think he would embrace that. Yeah. Uh, so in the next couple of weeks, we're we're David's going on a trip, and just but we're gonna do Mike Tabor's or uh, bourbon challenge. So only he knows what's in this. So yeah, I did Nothing. my own bourbon challenge on Christmas, Gary. Did I tell you about it? No, you drank half your bottle of. Uh... <laughs> Nobody else wanted to try it. Which, I mean, there wasn't anybody else here to try it, but my wife and my dog. Samson went down for it. <laughs> Santa was like, we left some bourbon out for Santa. So, Santa Connie. Yes. Like, we're doing Christmas, and we get to the last thing. They're like, oh, we forgot yours in the box. Open it up, and I got some old Rip Van Winkle 10-year-old. Now we're two or three That's like a Christmas story level, like Red Rudder BB gun level. Well, like. Listen, I was, I ain't going to say I had my hopes up, but I felt like it was my year to win this Kroger <laughs> raffle. 
Like Two. I had a whole, I had a whole serious conversation with Abby. Like, Hey, if there's the, the Pappy 23, I'm buying it and I'm drinking it. I'm not going to sell it. Yeah. Like, oh. Worst thing you do is Google. What, you know like, much, what you can get. Yeah. You know how much she's probably like, you know how much Knob Creek you can get for that? <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, you like that you can, beam double oaked. You can buy <laughs> you can buy the Knob Creek distillery for what you sell the Pappy 23 for. What, what's crazy is that, you know, everybody I talked to was like, oh, don't, yeah, just sell it. I was like, you don't understand. Every bottle of bourbon in my house has been opened or will be opened. Yeah, mine too. You know, it's, I'm not collecting anything. I'm drinking it because I feel like that's the spirit of bourbon. I don't know if it's really the spirit of bourbon. I don't know, but I feel like bourbon I mean, is almost on the level of yeah. Beanie Babies. <laughs> it is. It's the new. Did you, did which you watch Beanie the, Babies are back? Did you know that? Uh, no. Slightly. I heard two people say they got Beanie through, like not people that I know, but two people that I yeah. saw get Beanie. I'm like, what year is it? So I watched the Beanie Baby documentary. And they talk about how the when the secondary market surpasses the the origin, mixed with media craze, mixed with like investment, <laughs> like that. So what I'm afraid of, I'm not afraid of it, but not anytime soon. But that bubble will burst at some point. Buffalo Trace will be like, oh, this year we made seven million bottles of Pappy. Good luck. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, Pappy's back to twenty dollars a bottle. It ain't, it ain't special no more. <laughs> You know what well, I mean? That, I mean, that's the whole thing. That's what I, they do with Beanie yeah. Babies. The thing is, the people that that make it, they never, they don't make it, hoping and age it for twenty years or twenty three years, hoping that people will then age it even longer. Yeah. That's the whole idea: is that they aged it for you already. It's ready to go. They, yeah. the, it's the ready professionals for already your drinking aged pleasure. It. Oh. That's why I don't get like people age beer and stuff too, like. I don't necessarily age beer. I, I keep beers for, oh, I'll keep, I'll break this out on a special occasion type of thing, but I drink it. Yeah. So that was, that was my highlight. What did Santa bring you? Uh, clothes. Yeah. And a Pappy 15 year. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I actually got a coffee subscription, which, you know, I'm a big coffee drinker. Yeah. I basically go from coffee to beer. I don't drink water. Nothing in between. Maybe a Sprite every once in a while. Really? You drink? Do you no, I drink. I drink. Soft drinks in your. Uh yeah, currently have the Kroger, the Big K version of diet, like Doctor Pepper Zero. Doctor Thunder Zero. Yes, Doctor K. Yeah, dude, I'm down for the Big K. That's about it. Cola O. It's yeah. all good. But uh, I don't even know what I Yeah. No, the uh, coffee subscription from Deeper Roots, which is a local place here in Cincinnati, makes amazing coffee. Which I know you've tried to get into coffee a couple different times, and I don't think you ever really have, right? I mean, I drink, I probably drink a cup a day of regular premium blend Kroger K cup. Maxwell House. No, just Kroger. <laughs> I don't um, like to see. I went from, I used to do K cups. K cups is like basically the equivalent of instant coffee. And that's it's like fine, half a man. step up from instant coffee. So I feel like coffee drinkers get into like, they become dependent on for their caffeine hit. And I'm like yeah. the Hulk, you know, I'm always <laughs> caffeinated. Like, I like I it for the taste I, of coffee. I'm all, 
no, I mean, I don't like the taste of coffee. Oh. It's bitter. It's gross. <laughs> like, give me three good glugs of cream and some whipped cream on top, and that's how I drink it at home. Judge me all you Buffalo want. Trace bourbon cream. Uh, yeah. So last year we, I did Buffalo. About this time I did Buffalo Trace bourbon. Yeah, cream. Yeah, and you made coffee at like nine o'clock at night. Was it? It wasn't even decaf, was it? Uh, no. Again, I'm always caffeinated, so oh. it doesn't matter. Like I can drink a Red Bull and go to bed. Turns out coffee, fun fact, doesn't give you energy. Coffee blocks the receptors that tells you you're tired. Did you know that? No. No, you do. So Abby's in the fridge. In the back of the fridge, like the very back, is that bourbon cream. And she's like, (laughs) you think this is any good? I'm like, sure. Oh, this sounds like a horrible story. No, I mean, that's it. It was good? good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, nobody's sick or anything so not yet maybe that's the cure to covid yeah i don't know man i don't want to jinx it but i've for what almost two years avoided it i know not even like thought that you maybe had it never had a scare yeah not a bit you know i make i had it because of this podcast right now i don't know I had it and then had another scare in October, had a sinus infection, and then had another scare like two weeks ago and just had a regular cold. What's what's more Mixed worrisome right now allergies. for you? A COVID scare or a pregnancy scare? Neither one of them scares me. <laughs> I The thing that it, for me that it's with COVID is like, if I get it, I I can't do anything. Like I'm not worried about from a health standpoint yeah, you know, you're not worried about dying. And, yeah i'm not worried about dying i'm worried about not knowing that i have it and then giving it to someone else that's not vaccinated yeah. or giving it to a little kid that can't get vaccinated um yeah what are you, what are you worried about pregnancy <laughs> if my wife got pregnant right now there would be some serious questions raised yeah <laughs> there wouldn't be yeah. like you remember when i went to the doctor for this and yeah. Is David the dad? Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, two years I've not I've not got it. So, you got any plans for New Year's? Uh, gonna just hang out with a couple of because you're traveling home on New Year's, right? Yeah, gonna watch the college football playoff semifinals. Yeah, my team, the Bearcats. <laughs> my team, the Bearcats. Gonna win it all? You think so? No. Do we have? A, I think do, they're. Do, I think they're gonna we, have a better showing than people think. I mean, I saw them play live. In the right light, twice. I don't have a good showing. Yeah, like in a, you know, <laughs> the right angle. Yeah. I saw them play twice this year live, and that's a team that can, that can compete with any any team that I've seen in the last. I don't know, twenty years, fifteen, twenty years. Well, I think the depth, their depth is not there. Like if they had a, you know, I don't even want to put this out into the world, but it's not hurt. like they have seven, you know, guys at each position, but their top, you know, one to two guys at each position are really good. Yes. Hmm. And the, the big thing is they've, they're, they've all developed. They have like a, 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 a maturity they've all hit puberty. Yes. At the right time. Yeah. Man. 
this is what fucks me up is watching college football forever. I mean, forever up until probably the last three years. I was like, Oh, I'm not much older than those guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm like, ah, well, then you see the dudes that are born in 2003 that are 18 years old. You're like, man, I was, I could be your dad. Yeah. Might be the son of their dads. I don't know. Yeah. If they're so, playing center for John L. Smith, then you might be yeah, yeah. Uh I just think it's gonna be a Georgia Alabama rematch. Probably. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. All is right in the world. <laughs> I think if the it Browns was Georgia lost, Alabama, Ohio State's probably gonna lose. The Browns have it right they're right where they have it right where they want it to win the division. <laughs> Seriously, they do. Because they, the Browns are two games back, right? Right. Of the Bengals, the Bengals have the Chiefs, which is like the top seed in the AFC right now, mm-hmm. and then at the Browns, and they have to win at least one of those two games to clinch. To clinch the Bengals. The Browns play at Pittsburgh on Monday night, and then home against the Bengals. And if they win both of those, and the uh, whatever Rams beat. Baltimore next week, Browns win the division. Like it's so it's not like guaranteed to happen, but it's still is close. Yeah. I'll take it for how shitty the Browns have looked over the last six weeks, basically. (laughs) Well, let's get into this. It's been a fun year. Twenty twenty one is almost gone. Uh, this comes out the day before New Year's Eve, so. New Year's Eve, Eve. New, yeah, New Year's Eve, Eve. Not as cool as Christmas Eve, Eve, but Which just is the same. So Dave and I thought it would be a good idea to recap some of our highlights of 2021, and hopefully you were there along with all of them. Now we've got our top five beers and bourbons, and a couple of things that we thought were pretty interesting that we'd like to do more of. So, uh, let's start with some of the fun things we did. We've been to four, yeah. we've done podcasts at four breweries now. Yeah. We did three of them this year, which yeah. I forgot to put one in there <laughs> that we did. Um, we'll go ahead and put it in there. Uh, we'll yeah, start with the, the, mu- the much hyped and anticipated, uh, live show we did at fretboard, uh, which I don't know if garnered us enough attention to open for Burt Kreischer. No. Um, Which we were invited back, and then they were like, ah, just just kidding. Yeah. Well, I think they scrapped the whole thing, right? <laughs> or, like, they told us we could come back, and they are just going to. Yeah. TBD. Yeah. Which was that, I mean, we've talked about it on the on this show, was so different than what we know like normally we're facing each other we not not even facing each other but we can see each other like we see each we other see, yeah yeah or even if we're together normally we're like sitting across from a table which our second live show we were actually sitting next to each other but it was so it was weird i it was a little awkward for it me was like a perform it was more of a performance than it was yes. an actual podcast which we is speaking yeah. to the crowd yeah and I don't know, like, but I saw after the fact, some people did it just like a podcast and looked at each other and didn't eat, like, had the crowd to this, like, not us. We played to the crowd. That's right. 
of thousands uh, that were there. Almost, it was a capacity crowd. At we did have a good showing. I will say yeah. thank you to everyone that came to that. That was mm-hmm. that was very like it showed us how much showed me how much love we have, and we had our own two producers. Neither one of them knew what they were doing, but we had two producers. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and we live streamed it, which was cool. And we got to do it at fretboard on the stage, which if you haven't seen it, look, go, go back. We have a bunch of pictures on our Facebook and on our Instagram. Um, and it was just a cool experience. And I liked it because fretboard really, truly is one of my favorite breweries. I love what they're doing. And I loved the idea. And we got to be the second people that did that, the podcast series. Right. Behind like the, the first person was, um, from a local radio station. She has a podcast, so she, she asked to do it and they were, you know, so I'll take a backseat to that, but we took a backseat to nobody else. That's right. Yeah. So that was cool. And there were so many other, like they did, um, infamous podcast, which became our friends this year. They're their 299th episode <laughs> at fretboard, not their 300. I'm like, well, I would just like sneak another episode in before like do it. But they do, you know, uh, one episode a week. Uh, our uh, buddy uh, Matt Damaris did an episode there. That's, uh, there was a FC Cincinnati soccer podcast. There was two. There was like two Reds podcasts that, um, like, they did like a, a podcast in conjunction, like a collaborate collaboration podcast. It was it was very. I felt great to be a part of that and be one of the first ones to ask to be do it. Absolutely. Ask to do it. So, yeah. And to, to be honest, that I like the Cincinnati bunch, which led us into some more opportunities. And, uh, like that's, I feel like that's the core of the beer side of our podcast. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. We talk a lot about Cincinnati, obviously, because that's where I'm, I live and that's where I'm from. And, and I'm not I, in the hustle bustle of um, brewery culture here, even though yeah. we did do a, do one um, in Kentucky, in Richmond, at Dreaming Creek, which was awesome. Yeah, Patrick. What, ha- what happened to you at Dreaming Creek? <laughs> I got a little inebriated. You made me drink all of you. I drank. They made me drink. Every, they made me try everything they had. Yeah. You should feel sorry for me. So I didn't do, I didn't list my top five beers, but number one beer for the year, hundred percent, the Kentucky common. Yeah, that was good. That was so good. And they have it in cans. I, I actually saw it at, um, Oh, I was, where was I was somewhere in Kentucky and saw it and didn't, I didn't get it, but I should have gotten it. The Kentucky Common, yeah. Um, what's it's called seventeen whatever ninety two, yeah. That's a big um, year for the state of Kentucky. Yeah, that's but the last we, time UK won the national championship <laughs> football. <laughs> Listen, don't Ohio State backs out from playing UK, then Louisville backs out. It's okay. Like, I don't want to tell you. We don't but want that smoke. That experience was awesome because we got to talk with Charlie. We got to talk with Patrick. And like these are just two dudes, and which I think is a common theme 
in uh, the craft beer industry just love beer. Like you listen to Patrick talk about, he got a he got a homebrew set, uh, kit and didn't even use it for a while. Yeah, you know. Then, uh, like I, I seen post on his beard grew out long enough that he felt <laughs> he felt like he could do it. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you're? Is that why you haven't? That's why I haven't started a, my own brewery. Uh, burgeoning career in the craft yeah. beers because your beard won't grow. That's right. Um. So, to to have that personal like to see that passion project for them. Right. Like they just like beer and, you know, Charlie was talking about going to all these other places and enjoying their beer and why couldn't they have that in Richmond? And now they got it in Richmond and now they can self-distribute and it's like, it's an awesome story. They can, I didn't, so they can self-distribute now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they that. Passed. I guess we should have followed up on that. <laughs> That's cool. Sure yeah. Cause did. they can literally wheel, a keg across the street to the bar that's across the street from them and doesn't have to go to Northern Kentucky and then come back. Yeah. That the, the whole, uh, road trip of a, of beer. We should have, we, that's what we should have done as like a bit. We should have like traveled along with the keg, the beer journey to get, <laughs> to get across the street from <laughs> dreaming Creek brewery. I do want to go back there. They, later. yeah, they are always producing new beers that sound really interesting and cool. And, stuff that I would try and I just hope that maybe in the future there'll be another and they were even saying they hope that another brewery opens up like yeah in, they want it's like an yeah. experience right so you go yeah. to one try theirs go to the other uh but it's gotta be kind of cool being the only game in town right now I'm not too sure the two stories that I remember the most that Patrick told us were one was the 1059 rule right they, <laughs> they can't crack any beers open before 1059 and the second was how he became the head brewer there was he started there as like an assistant brewer. And he's like, Oh yeah, I got this job. And like, I can, I can walk to it. He's like, I was here for two weeks or a week or what. And the, the old head brewer quit. It's like, I, then I became the head brewer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Winner by default. Yeah. But so, they were so that, and, and Gary, that was my 300th. Feel like we, that's uh, right. A big milestone for, for pick McKinney there. Yeah. I actually just hit, it, but yeah. let's be honest, man, that feels like it was fucking six years ago, but I know, it does. you know, it like thinking about of, that, I was like, man, yeah. that was, it was like March 1st. I think the day yeah. was. it was like, yeah, I was wearing shorts. I remember that and a hoodie. So it could have been, <laughs> it could have been any day yeah. ever, except for not in the summer. But the, um, yeah, so that was my 300th brewery. I'm coming up on 400. I'm at like 380. Three or thirty four, something like that. But I just hit Gary in two hundred, just in Ohio. Two hundred, just in Ohio. Yeah. Of of those two hundred, three are probably actually going to be here next time next year. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to close. <laughs> um. So, and then most recently, if you listen to our last episode, we got to be a part of a. David got to be a part of an awesome project. Then I came in at the end and. I feel like really made a name for for Swept this podcast. Swept everyone off yeah, their feet. You know. Yeah. Um, At street, yeah. So I guess you should finish saying what we did. So sorry, I got an email. I'm like a squirrel <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> so David and a bunch of cool people, way cooler than me, got together, worked on this pastry. Is it a brown pastry ale or a pastry brown ale? 
pastry brown ale. Okay. That with a hint of waffle. Now I was fully fucking prepared to roast it. <laughs> I did not taste any waffle. Uh, <clears throat> as I said, I am a waffle connoisseur. And I was completely like, listen, if you all fucked around on this and it doesn't taste like a waffle, <laughs> uh, you, I'm going to say it. And then each influence we talked to, I'd be like, how can you put your name on this? It does not even taste like a waffle. Turns out, though, David, Streetside Brewery and the great influencers and micro-influencers such as yourself. Yes. Created a good project. It yes. tasted. Uh, so I'm going to be 100% honest. It didn't really taste like a waffle, but it had that syrup, that finish, like you would get off of a waffle. Yeah, like that's not, what I felt. Yeah, I don't know how you'd feel. I don't know like what a plain waffle. I don't know if I've ever had a plain waffle. <laughs> they said we said it in like a blueberry waffle, and it's like, oh, that just tastes like blueberries. Yeah. So, but, uh, and so I'm not the beer guy, but I finished my beer with a quickness before everyone else. Yeah, and uh, is that poo pooed upon? Is that frowned upon? No. no, that just means you get to drink more. I didn't know. I mean, you got by the it, next round. So this was the the day after the huge tornadoes in Western Kentucky and just bad weather all around. We get there, fucking transformer blows outside, but like yeah. they're Johnny on the spot getting us. Uh, we did, of course we didn't need internet per se, but they uh, got us power for the for the setup. Everything it was, and I feel horrible, Gary. I have to come clean. Why? You remember Steve who gave no. us the power. Yeah. He gave one the extension cord. He said, Hey, I'm gonna unplug that. And I was like, Oh, we only need one extension cord, but like, I'll give you two. But you gotta plug this fan back in when you leave. You didn't plug it in back. I forgot to, forgot to plug it back. But I don't think they had power anyway. Yeah. So I don't feel as bad. But sorry, Steve. I will and I left our banner there. So I gotta go back and get that. Which I was there again. Because uh, they did 12 beers of Christmas. Did you one of the get beers, the yeah. socially influenced with the whipped cream? With whipped cream. And? Yeah. It was good. It tasted like whipped cream with waffles. <laughs> <clears throat> it was more like vanilla. It was less, yeah, I, not as sweet as I thought, but more vanilla. Like the beer already was sweet. Yeah. But. Uh, it was a good beer. Like I, I'll yeah. be honest. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a beer guy, but. And they're barrel aging some of it. So. Yeah. Next year, we'll get to experience that when the product, if I'm invited back, we'll see. It's <laughs> our own fucking project. Year two, yeah. Tiny House Brewing, collaboration with socially micro influenced. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, bunch of we hopefully we get to do this double amount of times in 2022, but thanks to, to those breweries that you know, opened up also to the good people, wooden cask and, um, that I don't know that encouraged us, but like, we're like, Hey, fuck it. Yeah. Come on in and do it. We'll yeah. It they hurt. have a new, they have a new location too. So again, well, they have a, so they have the location that we went to on, right. Is it still York, open there? York street. That's still open. Then they opened up a location at Newport on the levee, the Saw box that. park. Right, which is basically you're in a, a shipping container. You're right in front of the aquarium. So, so from there, they graduated from that location to like a more permanent location at Newport on the Levee. 
where it has like a you can like bike up to their outdoor space. They've got a little bit bigger of food selection. So we got to go there and, and maybe on Bourbon Wednesday next year. That's on my wish list for next year uh, of something to do. The other thing, a brewery just opened here in Cincinnati, brewery and distillery. And they currently have beer, wine, spirits. They do craft soda, hard seltzer. Um, ice cream. They, yeah, <laughs> ice cream, waffles. But they currently have like a blended whiskey, but they're releasing their bourbon probably at some point in the middle of next year. So I would love to go when they release their bourbon. We can do bourbon and beer at, it's called OTR Stillhouse here in Cincinnati. It's a really unique spot where I think it would blend both of our, both of our loves. But the Since parking you area, blended I, I have whiskey. to drive, I have to drive there because you don't like the parking situation. Hey, I, I have social anxiety when it comes to parking. I'm, let me be honest. Parking about anxiety. It. Yeah. Everywhere I go in Kentucky, there's a big ass parking lot. I don't have to park on streets. Yeah. Kentucky basically just is a parking lot. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm going to drink my bourbon and go through my top five bourbons. David's going to drink his beer, go through his top five beers. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Beard Octane. If it's your goal to grow a nice, voluptuous, flowing mane on your face. (laughs) Face mane. Go to to beardoctane.com. Use promo code BEERSBEERS10. Save 10% off. If it is something that will, can help your facial hair grow, smell better, look better, it's there. Go check them out right now, beardoctane.com. Spend some of that Christmas cash. Uh, help yourself, help us. It's all love. It's all love up here. This week, David. So I got the Pappy, yep. which we've already had on the podcast. So that'll be a, uh, maybe we'll revisit it. Next time we're together, I have a bottle of Willet, which we've not had. Yep. So that'll probably be next week. I'm thinking about taking it to New Year's Eve party. So, Willet? Yeah, you might just have to take my word. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've got like two more bottles of Basil Hayden. So maybe that's what I'll go with. Yeah, there you go. Uh, or, saw... or get like some of those bottles, like what we had then, the birthday bourbon, and pour you some out so you have some to save. Yeah. And then that way, so you mentioned blended whiskey. I have a Kentucky straight bourbon by the name of Legion. Now there's some controversy to this, David. Legion is finished in not a new oak barrel. Mm. They're not even in an oak barrel, which technically the purists say it's not bourbon. It's labeled Kentucky straight bourbon. It is partially finished in wine and sherry casks. Okay. Which is interesting to me. Now, we've had finished bourbon. You know, we had the, the apple bourbon, right? Where was that from? That was up in Ohio. That apple bourbon? On. Yeah, wasn't it? Oh, no, that was a uh, sycamore from, uh, it yeah. was a, it was uh, aged in barrels that had barrel aged beer. Oh, whatever. So anyway, lots, lots of discussion on Legion. Is it a true bourbon? It, and also, nowhere on this bottle does it say it's made by Jim Beam. Guess what? It's made by Jim Beam. Uh, this bottle was 30 bucks at Costco. 
it's got a nice big open. Oh, he's been around here. Oh yeah, I've seen that bottle before. So I think so. Nice the law open mouth for it to officially be like labeled as bourbon, it just has to start in new, like new oak barrels. So right? and then they can finish it in whatever. This is this is what it says. Uh, Legion Bourbon confuses, for the most part, big brands are careful to use the proper names for things. Um, I pull this up online. Jim Beam isn't calling it a bourbon, but calling it a Kentucky straight bourbon, uh, which we know from the TTB standards of identity. It's not either of those. The use of wine and sherry cask change it to a whiskey specialty bourbon. Uh, to a whiskey specialty, bourbon can only touch new charred oak. Um, so then what is Legion? On a technical level, it's a class 641 whiskey specialty. On a structural level, it starts out as a Kentucky straight bourbon created by Fred No, as in, uh, in as much at any whiskey at Jim Beam has made. He then worked with the, uh, Suntory's master blender, Schneeky or, uh, Shinji Fioko <laughs> to create the final blend of casts that would become Legion. Some of these casts were bourbon finished and X wine and X sherry casts. Which okay. are, so now that you know this, what do you, is it? Is this bourbon? I think it could. I mean, I, it could be bourbon. Like you can have bourbon, just like pure bourbon, and you can have like bourbon, like a half side, half side sidestep of bourbon that's aged in sherry casks, right? Yeah. Like that could be a thing. So the mash bill is seventy-seven percent corn, thirteen percent rye, ten percent malted barley, which makes me think it's going to be a little spicy. Uh, the tasting notes are described as oak. <laughs> strawberry spice uh here's one i haven't heard in a while roasted peanuts the fuck out of here with that <laughs> bits of vanilla <laughs> holy shit david you ready for the last part yeah <clears throat> i gotta say this is a straight face fresh biscuits and green apples <laughs> it says the palate is oak char peanuts uh dark fruity candy sweetness that's from the sherry. Uh, wine sweetness, which is from the wine. Yeah. Caramel, candy corn nuts, and touches of roasted corn and spice. Okay. Uh, it says it's nicely balanced, medium body, and a silken feel. I want to like this, but just, you know how I am. What <laughs> the fuck? The more pretentious the tasting notes, the, the less that you're going to like it. Are you drinking it straight out of the bottle? No. Do you see this this lid though? Yeah, I like it. I love the big mouse. <laughs> we need to get like just some. Yeah, swirl it around. It do, it it is a really light nose. Like it does have. I'm I'm not saying it's fucking green apple, but it does have a sweet nose to it. My uh, apple pie, Woodford Reserve had apple on the nose because I put because you put apple in it. <laughs> it was so good. I want I want you to try some of it. Oh. I know you'll hate it because you don't like apple pie, but I for, for the record, let me let me put this out to the world. I don't like apple pie because I don't like the apples in it. I like the apple filling, same as like 
cherry pie or strawberry pie. I like the fake filling. You just in keep it. the filling just by itself out of the can. Like, do you ever get those um, uh, tasty cake, like little uh, fried pies? Like they have chocolate. Oh, yeah. That. That's the fruit pie that I like. Okay. Man, this, this nose is good. So I'm, it's making my mouth water. Um, once again, Beard Octane, Beards, Beards 10. This is Legion by Jim Beam. That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's gross. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully that's not in the uh, in the bourbon challenge from Mike Tabor. (laughs) Uh, I feel like Mike Tabor knows this. This is not this is not bourbon. Dude, there's. There's so much going on there. Like there I'll that list of palate you could put anything in there. It's it's tastes like it's just like there's a bunch of different flavors coming out. None that I can accurately tell you what it is. Biscuit and just, there's could be a biscuit. Could be it, yeah, like a you know that the burnt black bottom of a biscuit that I get that taste. Oh dude, that's awful. I got to go back for another one though. <laughs> the nose is so good. Uh, God, I'm wasting my money. Oh, if it just tasted like that. <sighs> Fuck. Uh, nope, not even better. Not even better. Second time, bro. That is fucking disgusting. Like what? So, what do you not like about it? Just that it's a bunch of different flavors, or and it, I feel like that rye hits too hard for not being, you know, for yeah. It's I mean, thirteen percent rye, six That's week what I'm bourbon. <laughs> Doesn't say the the flavors of dried fruit pulls from rotted fruit. <laughs> Fuck, David. I wanted that to be so good. But quick transition into the best bourbons of 2021. Yeah. You ready? This, these are in no particular order. Okay. Uh, if you recall. The episodes that they were on. All right, go ahead. Oh, I should have done that. because that's what I pulled Go ahead. Out. I got it. But I, uh, for several weeks, for almost two months, I drank no bourbon on the show. Yeah. Uh, fuck. That's awful, dude. I'm sorry. I, I got to pour that out. That's going to the New Year's party. I mean, not we went from, hold on, episode. Oh, episode 52 to episode 61 with 53 to 60 had no bourbon. There you go. So, in no particular order, I've had some great bourbons this year. Um, Legion's not one of them, if you're asking. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with our most recent one. I, and I don't know if this is a mix of I've wanted to taste this bourbon since I found out about it for two years. Yep. Um, but I just thought it was really good. It was the Old Forester Birthday Bourbon 2019. Yeah. We had that on episode 81, which is our live street side episode. 
it was worth the hype. Like, I feel like that's, that's one where I'd be like, oh, I've drank half a bottle of that, which I did on a couple of these. Um, <laughs> I will say shout out to Nashville Barrel Co. That was the good other too. bourbon that we had on the show. Because it was uh, what, 117? 100 115, 117, but it yeah, did not taste like that. It did like not that. taste like that. And I think that's the same people that make the Bob Dylan. Hold on. Bob Dylan bourbon. Or What's Heaven's Door. Nashville Barrel Co. No, this is Heaven's Door Spirits. Oh. I, it, the bottle just looked the same. Oh. Kind of. You see. Yeah. Put that back in the front. Um, yeah. Uh, I would put that in my top 10, but uh, unfortunately, I'm just doing five. Another one, huge hit. I do not have any left. Woodford double oaked. Yep. That was episode 50. Uh, also, Jim Beam double oak was legit. Not in my top five, but very comparable. Was that this year? That was like two episodes ago. Oh, I get the double oak and the black mixed up. The black was was maybe earlier, like yeah, like January. I'm a Jim Beam fan. Don't Jim Beam, I love you. Do away with Legion. Don't put your name on it. (laughs) Well, they didn't. Doesn't say Uh, Jim Beam, right? No, maybe on the back. They also make that red sag stuff. True legends, one truly unique bourbon. Oh, it has the uh, the master distiller and that Japanese guy on there. Oh. oh produced and bottled by James B. Beam. Oh. They uh, also make that Red, red Stag, uh, which is like the cherry uh, yeah. flavored whiskey, which is horrible. It's so yeah. bad. Uh, number three, this is a Mike Tabor pickup. Old Fitzgerald bottle and bond, eight-year-old. Don't have a lot of that left. What? <laughs> So oh, that was before uh, we start this podcast, I'd, I'd have like a bottle or two bottles of bourbon. And <laughs> bro, I find myself drinking bourbon on the regular, like just and not to get drunk, just like, oh, I'll just have some bourbon here. That was episode 64 was the bottom bond. You met you skipped one. Well, I'm I said no particular one, oh, so no. I'm skipping it. Okay. Um, and then so one night I did two podcasts back to back, started <laughs> drinking Old Forester Statesman on this show. Yes. Rolled right into a pretty deep episode of Close Enough with my wife. Got smashed. Got didn't need. Ah, it was the it was the social lubricant episode forty six. By yeah. the way, of our of our podcast, which is not, which has probably one fiftieth of the plays of your of your episode with your wife because it yeah. kind of like a little viral. Yeah, it was it was a serious episode. I started off, I just kept drinking. I just kept drinking. The more I talked, the more I was drinking. And then I threw up. I ate maybe one of the biggest turkey sandwiches I've ever. I fell asleep with the turkey sandwich in my hand. It was a whole thing. Well, sometimes you, I don't even want to say that, but I was going to say sometimes you drink to cope. But uh, yeah, li- yeah. Li- listen, that was, I don't know. Uh, and then, courtesy of David Anthony McKinney, how could how could you have a top five and not have Pappy Van Winkle, twelve year old, in there? Yep, that was episode fifty two, which was the episode right before you went on a bourbon hiatus. Yeah, and we did that at your house, right? Nine weeks. Yeah. 
so the the um the beer the beer from that episode's on here too yeah i didn't think that was the beer that we had from that episode yeah I mean, no we had that a year we did that at your at your house oh then the beer was uh was yeah so yeah. okay so i will i'll run through my top five beers right. and i'll drink my beer okay um my top five and i guess these are no uh particular order either i didn't really put them in an order um bourbon barrel aged peanut butter coffee blonde ale from double wing from episode 61 probably the best beer that i got from my rivalry brews boxes this year um seventh son and jackie o's collaboration biddy board which was episode uh 77 that beer really just kind of took me back um it's a style that i love um brink hold the reins which was episode 45 had that as a i'd had that beer before it was one of the few beers that i've had on the show that i've actually had before um but they just started canning their beer and that beer has won like two great american beer festival gold medals i think so of course brink um, and then the beer that we were talking about, Urban Artifact, Astronaut Food, Blackberry and Raspberry, which was episode 49. That was the episode at my house. And we had um, the Larceny Barrel Proof during that episode. And which then, was good. Yes. And then. Um, that was a Prohibition pour. For those that remember. Yeah. And then the last beer, of course, I have to shout out Socially Influenced was definitely in my top five. It wasn't, and it's honestly not a style that I necessarily, I don't drink a lot of like have overly sweet, heavy pastry type beers, but it was good. Yeah, I didn't it, have was, the, yeah. it was just dark enough. Like it was strong enough to kind of balance that out. Yeah. And I don't know what the term for that is in beer jargon, but it was <laughs> sweet, but strong. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I mentioned uh, rivalry brews. They are, our fantastic sponsor here at Beers and Beards. Use code MMA McKinney for ten percent off. Adam, when we, Adam, you if you want to sell some more boxes, get. <laughs> I need. We are. I mean, they're trying to keep up with what we're sending them. With what you're sending them. Well, yeah. I'm gonna, put them, I'm gonna make them a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> yeah. So people know I shit on beer, and then when I'm actually nice to it, they'll be like, "Oh, it must be really good." Yeah. I don't know if there's any more Christmas boxes. Christmas is over. Now it's, I guess, Martin Luther King Day beers coming up and Valentine's Day beers and then St. Patrick's Day beers. But Gary, I had, so they have a new brewery. It's always a big deal when Rivalry Brews has a new brewery yeah. available. So this is Unplugged Brewing. I've never had any other beers before. Where's it from? Um, Elyria, Ohio, which is just outside of Cleveland. Um, but this beer in preparation for Jan 1, the Rose Bowl coming up. The Buckeyes <laughs> the are playing. We've got this beer. It's called Buckeyes. It is oh, a it's supposed peanut, to taste like a Buckeye? Peanut butter and cocoa porter. And you see the Brutus on the side right there. Yeah. This is some cool can art. It's like that the is Buckeyes. Cool. It's got them kind of like cut in half. They almost kind of look like waffles. I wonder if this is a Buckeye waffle beer. 
But it's like got like the they look like uh, like buckeyes that you'd get at Christmas time. It's got like the fermenter. But like what's the you see like the little like part that's like Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it looks almost like a waffle. I guess that's supposed to be like yeah, the waffle peanut on the butter. Brain, bro. Waffle on the brain. But it's like from the background is like a brick wall and then they've got um Is there any biscuits like and gravy? The on there? There's no biscuits and gravy. But then the cool part is it says uh, artist, artistically crafted by Tim O'Neill, which I don't know if that's the brewer or the guy that designed the can, but he's got his little... That's Jimmy O'Neill's cousin, I think. Yeah. So this beer, Gary, is, like I mentioned, peanut butter and cocoa porter, and I've had it out. I've let it warm, warm up a little bit. You know, those dark beers got to let them warm I See, up I don't know bit. that. I, all I know is you drink your beer cold, or that's what I've been told. I just made a rhyme all the time. Yeah. It's weird because I get, just like you were saying, I've had this sitting in front of me for 48, almost 49 minutes that we've been mm-hmm. recording, and I can smell the peanut butter the whole time, but it's not as heavy on the peanut. It's more chocolatey, like the bitterness from the chocolate than peanut butter when I taste it. It looks like though. a beer I would like because I can tell yeah. by the way it looks. Maybe 2022 is the year I get into the craft beer. Probably not. Yeah. So then maybe but we'll. I do want to do an episode man. where um, I drink a bourbon and you drink a beer. Okay. And we. Michelob Ultra. Like we switch. On tap. Switch places. Like a little Freaky Ultra. Friday action. Yes. And I dress up as you. And wear I'm shorts. I'm wearing shorts right now. I've I can count probably. You wore pants than, at my wedding. Well, you didn't get married this year. I'm talking about in oh, 2021. I wore pants less than ten times. You don't wear pants to work, right? Not that's in your <laughs> business, but no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to say yes, I do, but then like <laughs> the people I work with the list is like, nah, he never wore pants. <laughs> He's a shorts yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't work in the public eye or anything, so it's not like I wear it when I need to. I wear pants when I need to. Like, I don't get... It has to be brutally cold for me to, like, be cold. You don't even want to wear, like, sweatpants? Like, sweatpants are just comfortable. No, you know... I mean, you know what they say about... Then you don't have to shave your legs. I do shave my legs. Thank you. Um... And I shave my legs to make my tattoos look better. If it's mm-hmm. not for any other reason. Also, my tattoo Can't artist good in a skirt. is branching out. He's going to start his own shop. So I, he's got supporters. <laughs> I say he's not going to say he need. We need to sponsor him. So I'm going to give away a free tattoo. Yeah. Actually, that needs to be a bit. I have to get a tattoo. If he gives it to me for free, I'll do it live on the air. We'll do. We'll do a, a live. <laughs> I, I will pay for it. Yeah, just, I'll give him the money. You think it'll be hey, funny? Yeah. <laughs> hey, tell David he, this is free. Yeah. Just send me, just send me an invoice. So, I want a picture of my dog. Does he do dog. portraits? Yeah, the nerd dog. This next portion of the show was brought to you by our good friends at Amazon Music. I think the deal is still up. Regardless, uh, it could be one month, it could be three months, but it's free. Free is the best anything. What's better yeah. than free? Nothing. Zero. 
Go to get amazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Uh, you can use it and you can say, Alexa, play beers and beards podcast. I tried that. It played once. I said it again. I Then I said, play beers and beards, played something totally different. So say <laughs> beers and beards podcast. Okay. Also, my son, who is just now getting into the flow of language, putting complete sentences, sentences together. Uh, tonight, he said, Alexa, play PJ Mass theme song, please. All right. And it did. And it understood him. Good on Alexa. Nice. Uh, so we're going to go through our songs. Uh, David, tell us about yours and the meaning behind it. As I... So, yeah, as we were prepping, I had a different song, but as we were prepping for the show, got a notification that the legendary John Madden passed away. Uh, so a lot of people know, a lot of people that are older know him as a football coach. People that are my age know him as... Uh, a commentator with Pat Summerall on Fox. He was actually worked for Fox, ABC, NBC, and CBS. He's the first broadcaster to work for all four. He did money football for a while. Yeah. And people that are younger than us know him as the video game guy. They probably don't even know that Madden is like John Madden is a real person. Um, but I, I don't I played the video games. I don't play as, I don't play them as much anymore, but, Right. The one that I remember, like I, I was like in the, you know, I played some of the earlier ones. It was, those were a little before my time. Like I think it came out in like the early nine, late eight, late eighties, early nineties, but the two thousands ones were kind of my wheelhouse. Like you had the one Same. with Michael Vick on it. You had the I one had, with, uh, I had this version um, for PlayStation two. Yeah. You had the one with Eddie George, who's Ohio state Heisman trophy winner. Mm-hmm. And he was the best player on the game. And I just did like toss sweeps to him every single play and would score a touchdown. Um, Do you want to go over the, some of the songs, not your song, but some of the songs that are on the Madden NFL 2003 soundtrack? Well, that's what, that's what I was going to say. 2003 was the first year where they really had like a true soundtrack. So yep. um, you had, and this was probably the, at least, I mean, I haven't gone through all of them, but this is probably the best soundtrack. You've got Andrew WK, mm-hmm. Party Hard. It's a good one. Someone named Audio Event, but you've got got Good Charlotte, the anthem. Mm-hmm. That was almost my song that I picked. Happy Roots from Kentucky. Yeah, with the it's actually the remix with uh, the guy from Pod. Yeah. Um, okay, go. Which that's an awesome song. Seether. Yes, that's one. Of my, I love Seether, but Bon Jovi the- made an appearance. <laughs> yeah, and I don't remember the Bon Jovi. I don't even know that song, but I don't either. from this. I kind of was like looking through some of the songs and like, you know, they did some, some obscure stuff and whatever, but the song that I remember being stuck in my head when it played was from the group Kurashi, which is an Icelandic rap metal Mm -hmm. band. I guess that's what they're called. New metal. We'll say new metal, but they had, Apparently, had five studio albums <laughs> from 1996 2005, but the song is called um, Mr. Jinx from 2003. <laughs>
Also, fun fact, 2003, Madden was the first version to feature the Houston Texans. This is a weird song. I do not remember this. I remember just mostly the beginning part of it. Yeah. I think it might have been the, the song that played, like, the first song that played on the start menu. There ain't no hook. Just keep going. <laughs> Korashi. Alright. Yeah. I do, I do remember that now. I just remember that part, like, because this was like one of the first um, versions that had like a really good dynasty mode. Yes. Because it had like, I think you could like set the prices of like your concessions. I think it was one of the first that did that. I remember it had mini camp mode where you did the games, like the mini camp games, and you got your players better. Like, you'd have to do like mini camp drills. In the off season. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, I forgot what my song was. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> um, I don't have but I, this came through one of my Spotify curated songs. I was like, oh man, this is a good song. One of my favorite concerts ever going to with my wife was Mumford and Sons. This is more of David's kind of music, but this is the one song. Like, Mufford, they're good for one song on an album that says fuck. Yeah. And this is that song. <laughs> this is that song on their uh, second studio album called Babel. This song is called Broken Crown. I remember when I went to, to their concert, I was like, these these guys sound better in concert than they do. Yeah. They did they did a live, like I think um technically I think it might have been a touch my plug, mouth and hold and it was my really good. I'll never be your chosen one. I'll this dude smoked a cigarette. Marcus Mumford smoking like a freight train through the whole way. damn set. Like he's he, he he's a he was a drummer in his wife's band. Now he's the front man, obviously, but like he plays drums on a couple songs. And like, I think in this, not the songs, it wasn't out yet. But he's got like a little foot drum as he's playing the guitar. He's like, you know. And I think one of their members left because they were anti vaccine or anti COVID or something. I think everyone's anti COVID. They do, so I like them as a band, but when they were like hot, like in popular, they were so overplayed. Like you would hear their songs would be like every other song on the radio for like a one like year. And I got so over them. And now his voice kind of kind of annoys me. See, I never listened to the radio that played their songs. I just mean in general, like not even necessarily the radio, but they were just everywhere. Like it would be everything, one friend son. Like but they did do, I want to say they did a MTV Unplugged. It might not have officially been the Unplugged series, but. They're going to make me have to go and watch it. my heart 
Don't I sound like Marcus Mumford? Yeah. He's, he's a pretty good looking dude. Yeah. They did do an MTV Unplugged in 2014. So there you go. 2021. It's almost done. It's in the books. It's over. If it was a bad year for you, we hope 2022 is a better year. If it was a good year for you, we hope it even get, it gets even better in the coming new year. If you would, please share this podcast. Tell a friend. Say, hey, there's these two dudes on the internet that talk a lot of shit, but they drink. Mostly and, to each other. Yeah, and but they'll tell you how it is. Like, I'm sure nobody's going to listen. Like, you know what? I'm going to buy a bottle of Legion just to see if, if Gary was right. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It might. I mean, I'm pretty honest. Like, our palates may not match up, but I can tell you, like, what's good. Yeah. You know, good, like, what's not subtle good. differences in some of the stuff. Um, if you want a list of everything we drank in the last two years in the history of our podcast, go to MMAMcKinney.com. Follow David on the interwebs at MMA McKinney. He has another podcast called Brew uh, Adventures. Brew. Coming Is back it? this week, Gary. I just re- I just I recorded an episode by myself. I think I did I say this already? I recorded like a 45 minute episode by myself. That's some Theo Vaughn action. I know. Did you like Before, take call in? Like you have some questions in the yeah in the I, bag I called in my you put a I, I did, I on Twitter. Caller. Yeah. No, I did a Cincinnati beer in review for 2021. So if you have any interest in Cincinnati beer, I don't. I talked about it all. Everything. What about um I want to know about um what's an obscure town in Ohio? About Middletown. They got some good beer. They have I breweries. That, I want that the, I want that year in review. I talked about cuz I I Middletown is like Cincinnati like greater Cincinnati. So I talked a little bit about them. You had uh, uh, the rolling mill, which we talked about on the podcast. Yeah. Rolling they mill. Sell. Yeah. They wouldn't sell. So I talked about that briefly. Um, they've got new ales brewing, which is a little bit smaller one. That's probably the best one in Middletown. Fig leaf. Um, they expanded. I don't, don't know if it was technically this year or last year, but they had a big expansion. They're owned by March 1st. Who's that? Uh, it's a brewery here in Cincinnati. So, Abby's birthday is March fourth. Yeah, March fourth. It's March. Yeah, March fourth. Brewing by Abby. 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 Abigail. Adams Abigail Thomas. Adams Thomas. Well, Again, share this. Pay the price. It could be our Christmas present. Yeah, just tell a friend. You know, um, I'm on Twitter at Gary Thomas. What's the last thing you tweet? You have you re- actually tweeted anything? No. Um, you retweet whenever I post, whenever yeah. I remember to post about the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So with that, we wish everybody a great new year. We love you. We hope everything is well with you. Thanks again for all the support. Um, and we look forward to 2022 being our best year yet.
Like Regulators. that. Regulators. We out of here. Regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. This is. You can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Ernie. I bet I watch this music video 6,000 times. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a couple of girls, ain't no need.